Did you know that we all have them? You can't see them, but everybody else can. We don't like them. No one else likes them on us. They compromise our success, diminish our effectiveness, and and weaken our relationships. They make us a very ineffective leader. What are they? Blind spots. Yes, we all have blind spots. And in this episode of Conversations for Fearless Leaders, Dale and I reveal some of our most common blind spots and discuss what it takes to open the blinds, remove the spots that get in our way of success, and we'll even leave you with a couple of tools and a challenge to work on. Welcome to Conversations for Fearless Leaders. Do you avoid important conversations for fear of not saying it right? How comfortable are you to deal with difficult situations? What if instead you could approach any conversation with clarity and confidence? We are Dale Lachlan of Trinidad and Tobago and Rhonda York of the United States. In Conversations for Fearless Leaders, we draw on our combined 40 years of experiences as professionally trained coaches certified in conversational intelligence and team coaching. So join us in this podcast series as we discuss your most challenging leadership situations with a deep multidisciplinary perspective. In each episode, we will share practical tools, tips, and steps for you to implement with confidence. Let your journey with us awaken your inner courage to discover, experiment, and learn what it takes to become a fearless master of leadership conversations. So here's a situation in which the leader was frustrated by his team members' continued underperformance. What was happening? The team member was missing deadlines, making mistakes, his focus was inconsistent, and just generally exhibiting pretty weak leadership. And the leader said to me, but why can't he just do his job? He knows what to do. When I was at his stage, I would have got on with it. And I asked the leader, well, what type of leader would your direct report need you to be right now? He's not like you, is he? He doesn't understand leadership the way you do. He's not had your experience. He hasn't had the powerful mentors that you had. He doesn't have your level of focus and drive. And he doesn't have your fierce determination. But does that make him not a good fit for the job or not a good fit for leadership? Maybe it is that you need to change your style. So the question is, what's blocking you from seeing the changes you need to make in your style to be the kind of leader that your direct report needs at this stage? Yeah, that's that sounds really common. I hear that a lot too, Dale, of leaders being frustrated when workers aren't doing it and For them, they think it's just a simple no answer and never 
have they asked me, what is it I might be doing that contributes to this? And that is a, a major blind spot. So let's, that situation that you just shared, why don't we break that down a little bit? What is it that makes that a blind spot that gets in the way of our fearless leaders being successful? See, what was getting in the way of this particular leader? What was his blind spot? Was that he found it difficult, really, to assess his own weak areas. It's so much more comforting to think that, well, I'm right. If this is the way I did it, this is the way it's supposed to be done. And this is the way everybody else should do it. To think that just because this was the right course of action that worked for me, that that must be the right way for others as well. And, and, and it can be really scary for leaders to think that they are not, in fact, showing up in the way they think. They're showing up. It can be absolutely scary for the lead for leaders to open themselves up to getting feedback about how they're really showing up, how people are really experiencing them. And isn't that really what our blind spots are? Reality gaps, you know? Sometimes I think that it's because we've, as you mentioned, we've been this way so long, or this is the way I've always done it, or this is the way the company's always done it. Therefore, we become blind as to what's not working. And even to go deeper, how am I as the leader possibly contributing to the ineptness, the ineffectiveness of a team member, a colleague, one of my direct reports. Because as you said, I'm the leader, so I'm supposed to know. I worked my way here, so evidently what I've been doing is right. But that's not necessarily true. And it's that kind of thought process where the blind spots that you and I are talking about are hiding until it's brought to our awareness. And you and I talk about self-awareness in many of these episodes that we've recorded, but it's being aware because as I said, we've lived with it for so long. It's how we show up on a day-to-day basis. That's just natural that we do it without thinking. We don't, see them, but others can see it in us. And they may be having those side conversations at the water cooler in the break room or wherever they might be meeting. They all see it, but no one has shared it with us. The thing is that by definition, we don't see our blind spots. To become aware of them, we've got to get feedback from other people. And it takes great courage to open ourselves up to that feedback. Actually, what I think is the most scary thing about the blind spots for leaders is that is the impact of them not finding out. Because it is in these reality gaps, in these disconnects, in these blind spots that huge consequences emerge and evolve, for example, not identifying 
and doing something about our blind spots can really limit leaders' opportunities. It can diminish their performance. It can ultimately derail their career. So by extension then, these limitations can in fact reduce the organization's ability to achieve the results it's want, it wants, to execute its strategy. Recently, I, I read in, a, in an HBR article that where it was actually suggested that identifying and addressing an executive's blind spots should be a priority for boards, for heads of leadership development programs, and most important, for the executives themselves. I couldn't agree with you more because, like I said, if someone doesn't tell us, we don't see them, ah, which is why they're called blind spots. And just to give a real quick, simple story, prior to becoming a coach, I used to teach at business colleges. One week, I asked my students for feedback, fill out a survey, and one of the things that many of them said is that I had a tendency to say the word okay at the end of a sentence or a question, and I read that and I went, no, I don't. That's ridiculous, until I was in class and I was writing something on the board and talking to the class, and I caught myself getting ready to say okay. And I know that's a simple blind spot, but it's a great example of we don't see it because it's such a habit and who we are that until my students, someone else pointed it out to me, I couldn't see it, feel it, or hear it. We have to have that input, feedback, whatever you want to call it. But my word of advice to our leaders is, if you ask the question, then you have to be willing to accept the answer and deal with it. You probably will not like it. You will definitely be surprised. So if you ask, then I want you to be prepared to do something about it. And that does not mean to defend your actions, because that will diminish your relationship, the trust, the respect, and your success as a leader. So that's key. So Dale, let's talk about some other blind spots, you know, whether it's something that you have a tendency to say all the time that can affect how your message is heard. Some people use ums, I did okay. A lot of people go, you know, between sentences that are feelers. And they don't realize that how just something that simple can affect their message being heard, someone listening to them. Everybody has different reactions. Other times, I think people have blind spots or actions because they have that fear of what do people think about me, that imposter syndrome. I think it it may be that scenario that if I don't show up this way or if I don't do this, they may see that I have fears or they might realize that I don't know everything. And just FYI here, leaders, you do not have to know everything You do need to know how to hire right and surround yourself with talent 
but you don't need to know it all. So what are some of the other blind spots that you have seen in some of the leaders that you work with that we can give some more examples to our listeners on blind spots and how they might impact their success? I'm remembering something from a long time ago, and this has to do with leadership style. It also gives us some information as to where we can get information about blind spots from. I was, I remember I was in a weekend residential program and we were working through various exercises, reflective exercises and group exercises around our leadership style. And it, the feedback I got was that my leadership style was pretty much the benevolent autocrat. That is the iron fist in the velvet glove. <laughs> and that was a huge wake-up call for me. I remember, and this was early on, and, and I remember there were two things that were valuable about that. One was the velvet glove. Did that mean then that I was able to navigate my conversations and my relationships in a way that that iron fist, that desire to control and to have things done in the way that I wanted to have them, them done, which is the driving part of my style. Did that mean then that it came across in an effective way? Now, at the time, it seemed to me that it did. But I remember maybe several years afterwards getting some feedback through another, a pair of mine, actually it was a direct report of mine, who gave me some feedback about how I was showing up with my sales team. And they felt that I was not showing enough care and compassion for them personally. And that what I, that I was coming across as being only concerned about the sales results. And that was not my intention at all. I remember being shocked and hurt in disbelief that this was the feedback I was getting because I didn't feel that way. But it was a blind spot for me. And I realized that it was something that I was, that the specific behavior that was triggering that perception of me was simply that in my conversations, I would always start with, where are you in your results? What's your gap? I didn't spend the time at the beginning of the conversations to ask, well, how are you? How are things going? I did never took the time to connect with the person first. Yeah, so in that situation... What I'm hearing is your blind spot was you didn't realize how your behavior sent a message that was not your intention. And that's, um, thank you for bringing that up because so many times when people receive feedback, one of the first things they'll say is, that was not my intention. That's not how I meant for them to feel, or that's not the interpretation I intended them to have. And that's probably a very honest answer. However, the blind spot is, is you don't see 
how your behavior impacts, affects the people that you're leading and dealing with. And that's what you have to open your awareness to. I know what your intentions are, and it still reminds me of that quote, as we judge ourselves by our intentions, others judge us by our actions. And that's their reality. Whether it's right or wrong as your intention, it's still their reality. And so that's where the blinds need to be opened as to how do my words, how do my actions, how does my body language, and a whole list of other things, what message, what reaction impact does it have on those in my circle, on my team, in my organization? So that's, that's a great one. Another one, I had a client that when they receive feedback, and this happens a lot, many of them said, you finish my statement or give me an answer before I've ever even finished asking the question. And so I know what you're going to say. Well, you might think you know what I'm going to say, but it also sends a terrible message of my interpretation is I'm insignificant. You don't, you don't care about me or you're a know-it-all and you think you know everything, whether I finish saying it or not. For me, it was still a sign of, of disrespect. So that, that's another blind spot in your action as to doing something like that. What other ideas, suggestions, or thoughts, Dale, do you have around blind spots? The impact of the blind spot is essentially that people end up feeling that the leader doesn't care about them, about their opinion, about their performance, about their challenges or their difficulties or their development. And when that happens, then people start to distrust. And when that happens, the relationship starts to fall apart. Again, Rhonda, we come back to how are we showing up as caring for people so that they trust us enough to give us the benefit of the doubt, even when we operate out of our blind spots, because none of us is perfect, that they trust us enough to give us the feedback. Hey, Dale, can I just share with you how you're showing up right now? It's so important that it all comes back down to care, to trust between the leader and his direct report or her direct report, between pairs and leaders, between leaders and their uplines. It's not interesting. What you just said is it's how you make me feel. And so another step that's in this process is having a culture an organization where there's that emotional safety that you and I talk about many times that it's safe and it's okay to come up and to give that feedback. When I feel disrespected or I feel you're not listening to me when you cut me off every time before I've finished saying it, 
Remember that story that um, Judith E. Glaser told about her client, the CEO, that when she went in to work with his team, the piece of feedback that was common throughout that process was he never looks anybody in the eye. He walks in the office and always looks down. And when Judith shared that feedback with him, he was totally shocked, just yeah, I'm thinking about something or I just had a phone call. It doesn't matter what the reason is. The fact is this particular leader was always staring at the ground and didn't make eye contact. So people didn't feel that they were important or that there was any connection between them. And it's such a simple thing like that that can have such a big impact on connecting relationships, trust, effectiveness and success. And then one last story to share is um, another colleague that I work with has talked about this person that's in their organization that every, and I mean, every conference call, every meeting, this person has to make a comment always says something, whether it's in their territory, their department, their team, It's as if he's a know-it-all, and it's so pervasive that many other people in the organization talk about it, and what that impact on him is no one respects him. They don't look at him as an effective leader. They think he's just a know-it-all, one of those people that you and I talk about addicted to being right and has to say something every time to try to prove his worth, and his intelligence. And unfortunately, what he's getting from his colleagues is the complete opposite. So if we go back and talk about one, you've got to find out what it is. And you have to do that by asking. And it goes all the way back to there's got to be a conversation, which is what you and I talk about. You got to have these conversations And if you're going to ask the question, then you need to be quiet and listen and not defend. And then what are you going to do with it? So as a challenge to our listeners, Dale, what would be some of the things that you can think of that our fearless leaders during this next week could do to help them start to identify some of their blind spots? Over the next week, How about observing yourself in conversations? Looking for situations where something you're doing or saying might be coming across in a different way to your intention. If there's somebody that whose whose feedback you trust implicitly, Have a chat with that person. Ask perhaps that person to observe you and give you some feedback. Be open, be aware that not everything that you're doing may be having the intention that you desire. But if you want to just start playing with the idea that you may have blind spots is even to to share, as you said, with a trusted colleague or whatever, hey, I just listened to this podcast about blind spots that I've never really thought about. 
do you think I have any blind spots? I mean, it can be that simple that, again, beware of what you might hear. But yeah, that's a, that's an easy place to start. In addition to that, looking at situations within your workplace that you are frustrated, as you mentioned, and ask yourself, how might I be contributing to this problem? Because we are so quick to do the blame thing, and it's not me. And as you started out at the beginning, why don't they do what they're supposed to do? And I can guess that many leaders don't say, what is it that I'm doing that may be contributing to this? Great challenge. Start simple, go deep, and then we'll figure out what to do next. So we've given our listeners today some food for thought. Essentially, our blind spots stop us from seeing ourselves in the way that we really show up for leaders, knowing that our behavior impacts us. It reduces our influence. It diminishes our results. It can make our conversations unhealthy, weaken our relationships. All that can be the fallout from our blind spots. Next week, what we want to talk about is how to identify the blind spots, how to open the blinds as it were, particularly what leaders can do, not only to open the blinds, but secondly, having received the feedback, what they can do next. That's great. And of course, anything that we talk about like this can be used in other areas too, with not only blind spots, but again, if our fearless leaders are struggling reaching the level of success that they want or think that they could be, should be, then it is that opportunity to look inward and ask, what blind spots might I have? Dale, another wrap up for you and me, a fun conversation as always. And thank you for listening to Conversations for Fearless Leaders. And we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great one, everyone. Mm-hmm.